0: What's going on? It's your boy, Chay Cole, and you're now tuned in to episode 173 of the Cole Therapy Podcast entitled The Best of Both Worlds. Let's get into it. going on everybody it's your boy chay cole and i'm super excited to get into another episode so let's hop into it we're building off of the last week's episode we're building off of that where we talked about a tale of two masters now we're getting ready to take that even a step further and talk about the best of both worlds and why are we talking about this it's because i found that as believers uh as as people of god uh, and those making a transition even into the faith uh, sometimes we, we have this Hannah Montana sense uh, of Christianity. We have this Hannah Montana relationship with God where we want the best of both worlds. We want the secular and the sacred. We want to, uh, to be able to enjoy the world but still not be of the world. And so this creates a conflict in our walk uh in, in our journey, and I think uh, not to be Pharisee or Sadducee in terms of uh, the approach to this conversation, because I think there is a place uh, there are boundaries and guards to place uh, in our relationship with God in our walk to to not be so heavenly bound that you're no earthly good as uh, the seasoned saints would say. Right. And so it's important that we balance this out a little bit. But I I am going to challenge you uh, in terms of the standard, because as I alluded to, that there is a standard and we'll probably have to do a a whole episode on that. So we probably won't talk in depth on that today, but there is a standard and that standard is righteousness. Shameless plug. Go watch the overtime session on YouTube exclusively uh, for uh, a conversation on righteousness as well. Uh, Just a brief uh, touch point on righteousness. But I want to talk about this best of both worlds because uh, it it seems as if, um, you know, with the increased modernization and secularization of society, we're trying to figure out how do I navigate this within my personal journey, within my personal walk. It's infiltrating the church. It's infiltrating my relationship with God. How do I not be so... Um, heavenly bound and no earthly good how do i how do i distinguish between that but i, I first have to introduce the conversation by saying that uh, there is sacrifice is required and uh, in terms of the purity of your relationship with god in terms of the maturity, even in your relationship with God, certain things just won't be able to go with you. There, there's a pruning. There's if if the Holy Spirit is a consuming fire. One of the purposes of fire. I'm doing a, a study on the Holy Spirit uh, in my personal devotional time, and it talked about how fire is also used to refine metals, <laughs> right? To get out the impurities, and so there is a refining that is required in terms of our journey, in terms of our walk with God, in terms of uh, being righteous there is a refining so everything there are some impurities in our walk that we can't take with us there's there's some things on our journey that we can't have the best of there's a point in your walk with God where certain things I can't have it this way I can't have this and I can't have that right as we talked about last week uh, you can't uh, no man can serve two masters you can't love God and, and mammon or or whatever the case may be right because he will love one and hate the other and so it's important that we realize this even within our, our walk. And so watch what Jesus tells uh, tells some some people who say, "I want to follow you. I want to follow you, Jesus." Uh, watch what he says in Luke nine. And I think this points out the fact that we can't have the best of both worlds. There are certain things that have to leave that we have to leave behind. There are certain things that uh, just can't go with us on this journey. And so uh, Luke nine, uh, we'll read the whole uh, passage here. Um, it's subtitled in the new King James version, the cost of discipleship, right? And that would have been a great title for the episode, but I went best of both worlds because I think some people would connect with that as well. So the cost of discipleship, it says, uh, verse 57. Now it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. And then verse 59 he says, then he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me go and bury my father first. (laughs) Uh, Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead but you go and preach the kingdom of god verse 61 and another also said lord i will follow you but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house but jesus said to him no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom let's read that one again because that's the really uh the thematic thrust for what I want to talk about today uh, but Jesus said this is verse 62 but Jesus said to him no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God all right so we see here Jesus goes through a whole example a whole list of people who said we want to follow you right and so he gives them foxes have holes birds of the air have nests and the son of man has nowhere to lay his head uh I like how the. Uh, no, not this one. I, I like to, to point out here that um, we see uh, that Jesus says foxes have have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. This is talking about, you know, uh, we're not staying at the Embassy Suites. We're we're not staying at the Ritz Carlton on this journey. We're we're not going uh, to the fabulous places. I know you've seen the miracles, the signs, the wonders, but I want you to know that we're we're not staying at at the Hilton Inn. We, we not we're not staying at the nicest places, right? This is not the journey for for those. Uh, and then another one says, um, but I need to go bury my father. For I want to. He tells him to follow him. and He says I I gotta go bury my father first and and so Jesus says uh, let the dead bury their own and but you go and preach the kingdom of God that that's to simply suggests that there's a work to that is required there is business to take care of there is something that we have to do right and that is preach the kingdom of God and so you can't be worried about these other concerns you can't be worried about all these other things right and so then another one said uh, Lord I will follow you but first let me go and bid farewell to them who Who are at my house. (laughs) And Jesus said, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. What is this suggesting? This is suggesting that the things of old, the things in your past, the people in your past, everybody can't go. Everyone can't go. No one who uh, putting his hand to the plow, no one who has uh, gotten baptized, no one who's uh, given their life to Christ and looking back at the old things, looking at the former things, looking at the things that I, I used to enjoy, looking at the things that I used to want to do. I used to enjoy. I used to indulge myself in. No one looking back to those things, it, it, having put their hand, having put the work of salvation, because there is is, we're not a workspace. So hear me, not a workspace salvation but a work in terms of putting putting god first a work in terms of recognizing who god has called you to be a work in terms of understanding uh the risen savior that is christ jesus no one having having this knowledge And looking back to the former things, looking back to to the old things that had me bound, looking back to the sex, looking back to the drugs, looking back to the alcohol, looking back to those things, right? And indulging in those, looking back to the club, looking back uh, to filthy language, looking back to all of these other things of the world is fit for the kingdom of God. Looking back, right? Um, It's important that we understand that because we can't. Have it both ways. Right. Uh, And it's important here. I want to go Philippians three. Right. Uh, Philippians three, verse 13, uh, where Paul says, brethren, I do not kept myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching towards the things that are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call. Of God in Christ Jesus, right? So, forgetting those former things, leaving all, uh, forgetting what is behind, right? Reaching towards the goal of Christ, right? And even if we go back to Luke nine, where he says, uh, "Preach the kingdom," right? He tells them to to preach the kingdom. Uh, in verse verse six, he says, "Let the dead bury the, their own dead," right. But you go and preach the kingdom of God so what am I saying the best we, there is no best of both worlds I can't have it my way I can't have the best of both worlds there is some sacrifice required right but I can't look back I, I can't look back at the former things I can't look back at what has had, had me bound or or looking to enjoy the thing about righteousness the thing about this call towards Christ is we have to become so disgusted with sin. so disgusted with the patterns of this world that it no longer entices us. It's no longer pleasurable to us. That is what the uh, renewing, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind is all about. That's also saying, you know, what I used to do, I don't do anymore. What I I used to enjoy, I don't enjoy that anymore. Right? Not to say that, uh, let me even say it here. You may still enjoy those things, but I choose I strike a blow to my body, Paul says. I strike a blow to my body to put it under subjection of the Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, right? Striking that blow to my body to say, no, this is this is not the lifestyle that I live anymore. This is not who I am, right? This is not who um, that that may be who the flesh, flesh man, the sin nature man is, but this Che walks in the spirit. This Che lives according to the spirit. This Che lives according to the word of God. And so because of that. And because I put my hand to the pot. Because I'm committed to not only my own soul salvation. But also helping others in their journey. And there are other people attached to me. There are other people assigned to my name. There are other people who will only hear the gospel by the way that I live. Because of that. I choose. To say, I'm not looking back to those former things. I forget those things which are behind. I lay it aside. I understand that having put my hand to the plow, I can't look back because that would make me not fit for the kingdom of God. As the word tells us. And so this episode was simply to suggest to you, simply to encourage you. And to think about, have I been living a double life? Have I truly understood that I can't, can't have, and this is not to suggest that there aren't nice things in the kingdom of God, that you can't have a a nice car, a nice house, and, and and all the things, right, and all the materialistic things, or, or you can't enjoy, uh, you know, marriage even with your spouse, or pursue a spouse, and all these, the things that come with it, right, that's not to suggest that, but it is to suggest that there is a way, there is the way to do it and that is through christ jesus that is um he is the way the truth and the life and so it, it's really as i was saying we have to become so disgusted with seeing so disgusted with these things that i understand that righteousness is the way that righteousness living for god is not this burden that i i, I want to escape from it's it's i have a life in christ He said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And so because I am walking on this righteous path, I choose and I understand that some things may not go the way that I thought, may not go the way that I planned. I won't live in this hedonistic uh, society to where uh, everything is about pleasure and everything's about me and everything's about uh, what makes me feel good. But no, what is making me more like Christ? What is refining me? It Maybe he is refining me in this time. And that's the reason I'm single. Maybe he is refining me. And that's the reason why this job thing, it just isn't working out. Maybe he is refining me. And that's why I have to go back to school. Maybe he is refining me. And that's why certain friends I can't associate myself with. And so I, I want to bring this out as well while we're here. Uh, 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14 and this is where I kind of got ahead of myself because I like the way the NASB says it and you may know this in King James because this is the unequally yoked uh, scripture it says do not be mismatched with unbelievers this is 2 Corinthians 6 14 do not be mismatched with unbelievers for what do righteousness and lawlessness share together or what does light have in common with darkness Right? So we see righteousness and lawlessness. I can't have the best of both worlds. right? I can't have light and darkness. I can't have the best of both worlds. So I can't be mismatched with unbelievers. I can't be unequally yoked in my relationships, in my friendships, in, in my social settings, in my social circles. I have to understand that I'm on the path towards righteousness and becoming more like Christ. And this person, these people, this group of people, these behaviors, these actions, these uh, things that I used to enjoy—they aren't making me more like Christ. And so, those things are are of no use. They're they of no value, right? And there's some great area within some because I, I again I don't want to be the the Pharisee Sadducean right uh, person uh, to speak to you on on this. It's to suggest that you still can have fun you can still thrive it just may look differently you can still have fun you can still enjoy life on earth but it just may look a little differently it may not be going to the club it may be going to the worship night it may be going to the prayer night it may be just fellowshipping with friends (laughs) it may not look like what you've been accustomed to and that is okay that's perfectly fine and it's important that we understand that it's important that we know that as we walk this journey and so I want to encourage you that even though this is a call towards righteousness and even though it may seem unreachable uh, at certain times just know that that God says (laughs) that he uh, he wants us to have life and life more abundantly right that he but never leave us nor forsake us even in these moments. And so I may be struggling. I may be wrestling with these things. It it may take time. It may be a struggle. It may be a journey, but that's the importance of community. That's the importance of discipleship. That's the importance of having like-minded believers, right? Not being mismatched, right? We need people who are further along than us. And it may only be in a couple of areas. Maybe we're equal, on equal playing ground, on equal uh, levels of maturity in the faith, right? But I also need some people that are above me that can hold me accountable, that can can bring me to a place that I'm not at, right? And then also people that may not be where I'm at, so I can help disciple them. And so that also helps me stay accountable, right? And so I hope this episode encouraged you and inspired you um, and and challenged you in, in many ways. Because I think it's it's important that um, we understand that there is no arrival until we're in heaven, (laughs) and so uh, on this journey you may encounter different things that uh, just uh, aren't aren't what you are accustomed to as you've escaped the sin nature, as you've uh, escaped um, the pattern of sin that you may have been so easily ensnared by, right? Uh, But it's important to know that this journey is worth it and so i hope that this encouraged you even for the mature believers right maybe it was a refresher for you maybe it was something that uh you've been on this journey for a while and Uh, Sometimes you need a reminder so that you don't become complacent and stale in your walk. This episode challenged me uh, to continue in the faith and continue in the journey and and, uh, these reminders. And so I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to the Holy Spirit for bringing these things to me to help share with you all. And so uh, we'll continue this journey um, together. And so uh, that's going to do it for this episode. As always, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to it on. Uh, Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, threads, all of that at Cold Therapy. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave a like, leave a comment, Uh, do all the YouTube stuff. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, I am your host, Chey Cole.